Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our ongoing Shi'urim in Lukute Moran. We are here today to finalize and close out the second Torah of this magnum opus. This Torah, we are exploring the ideas of the weapon that is prayer, the ultimate weapon, the best weapon that a Jewish person has, and namely Mashiach himself has, is prayer, is tefillah. Prayer is likened to a double-edged sword. The way that we sharpen this sword is through an increased attention to mishpat, to justice, to divine justice, and making sure that we're slicing hairs, not going too far to the right or too far to the left. We were learning about one of the fabulous happenings of Rabbi Barbarchana to be found in the Gemara. We are picking it up right where we left off. Here we go, Vezeh Perush. And this is the explanation of when the Pasuk says, the Pasuk we saw at the very beginning of the Torah, Emor El Kohanim, to speak to the priests, Bechinas Tfila. This speaking is referring to prayer. Like the Pasuk says, that God has spoken on this day, this Lashon of Emarta, that there's a comfortable conversation that's happening, namely our prayers, Kohanim, when it says the priests, Torah. They're the concept of the Torah itself, which is the concept of our souls, as we saw earlier in the Torah. Like the Pasuk says, because the priest's lips, the lips of the Kohanim, guard knowledge, and the Torah comes from their lips. Aharon, when the Pasuk says Aharon, Vechinas Mishpat, Aharon is the concept of justice, of judgment. How do we know this? like it says in the Pasuk, Venasa Aaron es Mishpat, Bene Yisrael. And Aaron, Aaron HaKohen, Aaron the priest, will mete out the justice amongst the Jewish people. Kitzarech lahavi kola tfilos levechinas Moshe Mashiach. Because it's necessary to bring all of the prayers that, like we talked about before, to this concept of Moshe Mashiach, to the leader of the generation. Who Yakim Esa Mishkan? Because he, Moshe Mashiach, the leader of the generation, is the one who's going to establish the Mishkan, the ultimate dwelling place of the divine presence. And as we explained before, just as Moshe Moses was able to take all of the pieces and raw materials of the entire Jewish people and put them exactly where it is that they needed to be in order to build the Mishkan, the traveling tabernacle in the desert. So too today, when we are able to successfully connect ourselves and attach ourselves to the most righteous of the generation, they are able to take our prayers that are directed only to to Hashem, to God, and put them up exactly where it is that they need to be. Vizeperish Rashi, and this is what Rashi comments on our Pasik. Lahaz here Hagadoilim Alakatanim to warn the grown-ups, the adults, on the katanim, on the young ones, the smaller ones. Hainu, namely, Tsadekador. This is speaking about the righteous of the generation. Shehubchin is Moshe. Who is Moshe? This is Moses. Ma'or Hagadol Yazhir Vayar Esatfila. That Moses, Moshe Rabbeinu, the righteous of the generation, the leader, ultimate leader of the Jewish people, he is the great light that shines and illuminates our prayers. Shehibachinus Ma'ora Katan. These prayers are the aspect of the smaller light, the lesser light. We had spoken earlier about the idea of the moon and the sun, and how the sun is the greater light that illuminates the moon. This is another application of that same concept. Next part of our original Pasik, Ulanefesh Lo Ba'amav. That no priest should defile himself, should impurify himself with the dead bodies amongst his people. Hainu, namely, what is this talking about? This is talking about our concept of guarding the covenant, of being super aware 
and vigilant regarding our relationships with people of the opposite gender. With Shmira Sabris, with guarding of the covenant, comes an extra level of purity, similar to the way that the Kohanim, the priests, are supposed to remain pure in this regards, in this particular uh, pasuk. So too is every Jew supposed to be very, very careful in regards to our own levels of ritual purity. Kamuva Bazoer, as is brought in the Zohar Kadosh, Ikara de Yitzra Bisha, Al Arayin Vihi Ikara de Masa the main drive and desire of people today is this desire for sexual promiscuity, for, for being lax and lenient in the areas of Shmira Sabris. And not only that, but that this really is the main source of impurity, of bringing in negative forces into our world. And when a person guards the covenant, then you merit this idea of prayer. And then one can merit this ultimate level of perfection of the nose. Remember the sense of smell that Mashiach himself is going to perfect. When you add to your levels of Shmir Sabris and you add to your level of carefulness and cautiousness regarding those particular ideas that come up in our communities, in our halachos, ensuring the highest standard of the keeping of Shemir Sabris, that will then add to our ability to smell in the physical and spiritual senses. Because the main sense of smell is dependent upon purity. As our rabbis say in Maseches Sota, that when you nullify your sense of purity, and for our purposes, we're saying when you lower your levels of Shmira Sabris, which might mean putting some guards down or relating to people in ways that might be a little bit or even a lot of bit inappropriate, then we begin to nullify our sense of smell, which is connected to the nose, which is connected to the life force of Mashiach, which is prayer. Now Rabbi Nachman brings a Misa, a happening from the Talmud. There's a happening when Rav Huna found some beautiful dates that smelled, smelled wondrously, they smelled really, really great, and he wrapped them up in a particular cloth, and then he saw his son, Rava, walk by. Sha'amar, and he said, Father, I smell something beautiful. There's these beautiful dates that I smell. What's going on? Amarlei, and he said back to his son, Bani, Tahara Yeshbacha, my son, you have this extra level of purity. Rav Huna saw this level of heightened sense of smell in his son, letting him know clearly that that means his son has a heightened, a higher level of personal Tahara, of personal purity. So in review, we learned that the greatest weapon that a Jewish person has is tefillah, is prayer. And prayer is likened to a double-edged sword, our job to strengthen our prayer is to learn how divine mishpat works, divine judgment, and not, God forbid, to strike our sword too far to the right or too far to the left, but right exactly where it needs to be. One way to strengthen our prayers is to connect ourselves to the tzaddikim of the generation, to the righteous of the generation, who, just like Moshe Rabbeinu, was able to build the mishkan and put the different raw materials where exactly they needed to be, so too can the tzaddikim of today, of every generation, take our prayers and kick them up to maximize their spiritual power. Additionally, Rabbi Nachman teaches us that when we learn Torah, specifically learning Torah, lishmor v'la'asois, in order to do it, not just as an intellectual pursuit, but actually to do it, that's something that can fuel 
the flames that are our prayers to make them go even higher and rocket ship propel them up into the Shemayim. It should be the will of God that we should be able to not only learn these ideas, but implement them into our lives. Wishing everyone a beautiful day. End of Torah Bays. Baruch Hashem.